I'm John David. JD! Hey, Bo. Good morning, man. Matt, good morning to you too, sir. How are you doing today? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Doing, doing pretty good. It's, yeah. a, it's a nice day. Drank my metric weight in uh, coffee today, and uh, my stomach's kind of feeling a little bit. But other than that, everything's uh, everything's good. <laughs> no, that's that's what you need, man. You gotta you gotta do some uh, fueling up on the coffee. It's uh, it it you know I always often say that like you know whiskey is kind of podcaster fuel, but uh, d- let's be yeah. real, coffee it just depends on the kind of day. It's either it's, <laughs> it's either a coffee kind of fuel it's or a coffee kind of day. Yeah, I have noticed myself over time getting more sensitive to caffeine and and to nicotine too, which is interesting. As yeah, a, as yeah, a yeah. Tobacconist, you know, my taste of. My, my tastes haven't really changed, but my tolerances have. And yeah. That's been fascinating. Just I'm getting old, man. I was about to say, that's a part of life is like we have to kind of adjust. Th- I mean, like I can't eat yeah. most of the food. Like not that this is like the getting old intro to the podcast, but like I can't eat as much as I used to. It's and so funny. Got to make a lot yeah. of those uh, decisions. And, and even like recently, we started like uh, cutting back on, you know, kind of like the cocktail intake and everything at the, at the yeah. casa and everything. Just to, you know, just <laughs> try to accommodate the old body, make sure that it lasts a little bit longer. <laughs> Doesn't run like the twenty-five-year-old it used to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't run like the twenty-five-year-old it should have been. <laughs> it should, it should have been. Right. Hey, that's fair. <laughs> well, man. Of course, uh, we are here at Country Squire Radio, and we are here because of the amazing support of our patrons over at Patreon.com/slash Country Squire Radio, the International Pipe Club. Man, we are glad to welcome in a new member this week, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, y'all gotta y'all gotta give me give me some names to work with here. Okay, we got riding with Dave. Now, here's the thing. I'm assuming that riding with Dave is the full name of writing with Dave. This is Mr. Dave, first name writing, middle name with. This is my assumption yeah. based on what we've got I here. I think it's probably, I mean, generally when people write in, they're they're just copying what's on their brochure. That's exactly right. So this right. is writing W. Dave, uh, W. with a, you know, a period. Child of the Covenant. Yes. Right. Uh, this was his Christian name. Yes. Right. From uh, Mr. and Mrs. Dave, uh, right. or his parents, uh, his, his <laughs> lovely wife, Mrs. Dave. And all the little Daves back home. So right. riding with Dave. That's right, riding thank, with Dave. Thank, thank you for thank you for uh, joining at the Pilgrim level. I friend. wonder if riding was a family <laughs> name. You know how sometimes you name somebody after like maybe you know Little Red Riding Hood. Can like we talk riding. About, can was we? Can, can you move on? Okay. No, I want. <laughs> I think I, I think I can milk this for a while. No, riding. <laughs> Uh, Dave, rather, we thank you so much for uh, for uh, supporting the show at the Pilgrim level. And hey, if you'd like to do so as well, head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio. It is a Pipe Smoking 101 episode today, and this is where we do the job of educating the next generation. Now... I feel uh, that, you know, this we're doing something a little bit different this week because we're kind of continuing on something that we did last time that we had a pipe smoking 101-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we had this kind of idea of how do you lay the groundwork for a new pipe smoker? It is often discussed when somebody walks into the pipe store for the first time, they go in as a complete novice, not knowing what they're stepping into, not having a budget or even a mindset for how much different things could cost. Yeah. It can become an overwhelming experience, the likes of which sometimes turn away pipe smokers, ne'er to enter a store again. This is a tragedy <laughs> that here at Country Squire Radio, we want to avoid at all costs, which is why Last time with our Pipe Smoking 101 episode, we decided it was best to lay out what you need going in. Prepare yourself a budget so that you don't get blindsided and you walk out knowing you've got everything you need for a simple, cool, crisp $100 bill. That's right. Now, I think 
we did a good job at that. I think you did a phenomenal job with that. Yeah. I think it was I think it was quite good. We got it all budgeted out. The math checked out. Don't look into the taxes. It mostly checked out. <laughs> and I, I think that was fantastic. And as we discussed on that episode, part of what we were trying to do with that is that we were trying to figure out like what is the appropriate price point to give a new pipe smoker so that they are set up right, yeah. they have the proper expectations, and they can go in with that budget. And we kicked around a lot of numbers and that sort of thing. We we thought, get, we're giving them the best opportunity to succeed. Exactly. The, the best opportunity to 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 enjoy, catch the bug, and connect with pipe smoking. Exactly. Yeah. And we also talked about, in trying to figure out what that price point is, the conflict of interest that might exist with a, a tobacconist. The, a, the, the people on my side of the, the counter. The people on your side of the counter in trying to figure <laughs> out. So it's like getting started with $5, for example, sounded too low. Obviously, it's also impossible. Yeah, so like, you yeah know. that's right. So that, that was the thing. Uh, getting started with a million dollars seemed a little pricey. And so you know we, we went back and forth and we kind of landed at $100 was that safe bet with the notion that we might kind of veer a little bit less or a little bit more. I was thinking maybe next time, maybe it's $200. John David, today we're doing a pipe smoking 101 because I are uh, with a different price point because I got outvoted and we're doing a getting started and I quote with a thousand dollars. Okay. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. But no. So, you know, we got to thinking about this and it's like, we, no one's going to get started in pipe smoking for a for a grand. And you know? then we came to Miami. And then we came to Miami <laughs> and there's people walking around with teacup dogs in their purse getting into their yellow Lamborghini. And it's mm. like, you know, I, I just I, so maybe people do. I I, I don't know. But I don't what, understand the money here. We were talking about this. We've got a beautiful balcony. I don't know if all these people just want a lawsuit or something, but like it just people walk around sneezing out hundred dollar bills. They seem to constantly have lawsuits because there's some yeah. sort of blending. <laughs> it's the driving here is crazy. oh my goodness. They, it's like this combination between like these extremely expensive brand new cars and the most reckless driving you've ever seen. <laughs> And who's like, paying for this? I don't know, man. Someone. Yeah. So a thousand dollars. And and sorry, I, I gave you I gave you a hard time, and you said it was cool for me to give you a hard time. So. That's fair. That's fair. But really, this is a little bit of a, a tweak so, to that. So concept. so we're we're pivoting. Yeah. yeah. So so we are we are uh, the price point is a thousand dollars for what we're doing here. But what we're talking about today is building your thousand dollar pipe collection. Okay. So if you have a thousand dollars to spend on pipes, and you want a collection that's going to be uh, both utilitarian, but provide you also with variety that, uh, you know, piques your interest and engages your senses and, uh, you know, make sure you have something for, uh, you know, most different situations in life. Uh, that That's our goal with this $1,000. So um, we want to, you know, try to pursue pipes in all ranges that, um, that play to your need for utility uh, for the pipe. So what, you know, right, correct pipes for correct situations, okay. all that kind of thing. And, and so we need some of those casual pieces that are, um, you know, versatile and approachable and, uh, you know, uh, useful, functional. Uh, but we also, I mean, if we've got a thousand dollars and we're building a pipe collection, we want to scratch that itch a little bit for some premium pieces that's going to say, okay, I've got, I've got a thousand bucks you know, that's not a small amount of money. We're building a small pipe collection from this thousand dollars. What's the best way to spend it so that I get some utilitarian pieces, some that I can use all the time, and then also a couple that, you know, are gonna gonna make me proud to look at this collection so, and, and and to show off. So this is interesting because like you you mentioned the utilitarian aspect of it. And I when I think of collection, I think of like literally 
I don't necessarily always think of function. I think of form over function. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I I, I think when when I'm talking about collection here, you mean literally every single pipe you own. Yeah, if you're gonna if 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 you if you're gonna collect if you're gonna have you know a thousand dollars worth of pipes, this this is a template for you right. kind of thing. Yeah. So so that that's that's kind of where I'm going with this. Now I've set some parameters here. A good retailer who really wants to make a lot of money will tell you you need seven pipes. You need one for every day of the week so that you can rotate and blah blah blah. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm throwing that out the window. Like you know, we we do <laughs> we do need a variety of pipes for a variety of situations. Right. But but the goal for us with our thousand dollars is going to be five pipes. We want a variety of shapes and finishes. And a variety of materials. We're going to try to uh, use this thousand dollars to stretch to get us uh, pipes in three different materials. Okay, all and right. So uh, three I, love, I love the way you've thought about all this. Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, I'll, I'll, good, good I'm, job. I, I like I'm, this. I'm trying, yeah. to, I'm trying to, you know, make this. We're, we, we've got a thousand bucks. This is your pipe collection. Uh, th- these are the pipes you're going to have. What do we do with it? Can, so, can I ask you a question? And this is maybe tipping the bean can a little bit here. Yeah, sure. Are any of the, are, are, were you, was your mindset to go because we're trying to kind of lay this out for the average listener to kind of think about what you know they can find as opposed to something that's like deeply artisanal or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, I, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to try to find pieces or recommend pieces that you know, if you have a thousand dollars, you're going to be able to go out and get, okay. you know, so we didn't, I don't know, recommend a Sixton Iverson, you know, not that you could even buy one of those for a thousand dollars, but you know, it's just, we, we, we didn't, we didn't do that. So you're so, looking for quality, diversity, and acquisitionability. Availability. Availability. How about that? that that's a word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so five pipes, a variety of shapes and finishes and, uh, and three different materials. So the first pipe we'll go with, uh, the versatile pipe. Each pipe, each one of these pipes is going to have a little bit of a name. Okay. The versatile pipe. On this one, I'm recommending the Stanwell Trio in the smooth finish. This pipe retails for about $120. The Stanwell Trio, this is a great all-day, everyday pipe. High-quality briar, kind of a premium warm orange finish with ooh, just a really handsome nickel band that's right there around the end of the, the, uh, the shank. And so it's just a, it's, it's a handsome pipe. It's something that you can dress up a little bit. You can dress down a little bit, but it's, it's something you can use at all uh, in all situations. If you're just bumming around the house or if you need it for, you know, uh, kind of while you're at work or whatever, it's just a great versatile pipe. And so it's one of those that I thought would be good. It's about $120. This is the pipe that is a, you know, all day, everyday pipe. It's a, you know, typically most of these Stanwell trios are medium sized bowls and something that just, you know, is very, very classic. And of course they're all, they're all well-made. And so I'll go with that one for our versatile selection. Um, okay. About 120 bucks. I, yeah, I like it. It's a very standard look. I mean, it looks very similar. Honestly, I mean, it's not the same pipe that I had as my first. I think I was a yeah. alley, but it, like it, it looks very similar yeah. to my first yeah. pipe. So a good option, something that, you know, if you want a nice a, a, a entry, a, a nice first pipe, that's a, that's a good place to start. Now we need a pipe that, you know, we're thinking is something that's going to be on the smaller side. We're going to call this the smoke break pipe. And so with this pipe, we want something that's a little more pocket sized, something that uh, is not as you know heavy, uh, something that you can conceal easy or pull out in a pinch. Also, a good pipe for maybe a short commute while you're in your car, or you know just a, a quick smoke, uh, you know while you're you know having your after lunch latte or something like that. And so, uh, with this pipe, I'm recommending the Peterson Specialty Pipes. The Specialty Pipes from Peterson. These are 
These are tiny Peterson pipes that have been around for a long time. They don't have, for whatever reason, you just don't see a ton of them out in the wild. They're awesome, very high quality little pipes. These pipes probably weigh a max of 30 grams. I mean, they're just very, very small. And they have uh, delicate stems and, uh, and small bowls, but they come in a variety of finishes. The Tankard, the Belgique, the Barrel, and the Calabash. These pipes are just, uh, they come in those four different shapes. And they're the specialty pipes from Peterson. All very small, very, very well made, and great little pocket pipes for a short, quick smoke. The bel- the Belgique is yeah. Belgique. Yeah. Wow. Um, and okay. so the uh, Belge is a shape within the pipe world, and the Belgique we've got the smaller kind of variety of it. But great little pipes come in a rusticated uh, variety, smooth, and then also a pea lip and a uh, and a and a fishtail stem. So that I mean, it's a. And I don't. You know, it's interesting as I've it just been in retail. You know. I'm surprised we don't see more of these Peterson specialty pipes. I, you know, it's just one of those pipes that they're just great little pipes. And I mean, not not a, a tiny pipe like that is not for everybody, but um, it just seems like we should see more of those around. And I, I, I don't know, they're they're really cool little pipes. So I, I'm a sucker for that Belgique shape. I think it's just really nice. So, um, very so those will be okay. around a hundred bucks. So we're, we've we've spent uh, two twenty so far. Now we've got one. We're going to need something that's going to be our workhorse, our knockaround pipe. Uh, I'm calling this our yard pipe. This is going to be the pipe that you're going to cut the grass <laughs> with. Go work right. in the garden. You know, if you're if you're working on your doing some mechanic stuff in the garage or something, you're going to uh, have this pipe. And of course, we're going to pivot to a new medium here. And of course, that medium for our yard pipe is going to be a corn cob pipe from from Missouri Meerschaum. Doing the Washington Fifth Avenue pipe here. The Washington Fifth Avenue corn cob pipe. This is essentially what is a billiard style pipe. It's a medium to large size bowl. It's got just a very kind of slender, very normal, you know, look to it when you think of a corn cob pipe. It's very handsome. Comes in a bent and a straight variety. Very frosted um, snow. Yeah, it's just that classic yeah. uh, corn cob pipe, but because of the size, you know, it's just, it's incredibly versatile. And because it's made of cob, it's just, you know, it's something you don't have to worry about. And so well-made pipe, got that hardwood insert in the bottom. And of course the option of a filter, if you, if you would like it. So you've got your smoke break pipe, you've got your everyday, you know, going to work pipe, you've got your yard pipe for knocking around what, what you said in the, the price garage. Was? Uh, this pipe is $10. This is 10 and bucks, so right? we've got three pipes so far. We've spent $230. You know, you have a larger budget, I do. right? I do. We, we, we okay. got it. We, we, we're saving up for a couple of neat pieces. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see and what so, you're doing. So those are, uh, those are, those are our first three pipes. Now pivoting to different material for our pipe collection. So we've, we've experienced mm. briar, we've experienced cob. Mm. You get to kind of, um, you know, play those off each other and understand the differences there. It's time we acquire our tasting pipe. And our okay. tasting pipe, we're going to spend a little more money here. So I'm going to up the ante a little bit. And uh, and for this, I'm recommending a Meerschaum. I specifically like and believe in SMS Meerschaum pipes. They are block Meerschaum. Uh, they stand behind their work. They're very high quality for the price point that you get into. And they, they've got pipes anywhere from 90 bucks to you know $600. They're all over the map. All these are handmade in Turkey. And, and so we're going to pick a $200 SMS uh, block Meerschaum pipe. And so with that $200, you can get a pretty generously sized bowl. And 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 so, you know, if we want a tasting pipe, we're the, the goal with Meerschaum, of course, or, or, you know, one of the one of the benefits of Meerschaum, I guess, 
is to have a pipe where you can get the real flavor of the tobacco. You know, we want to smoke the the tobacco in a way that gives us the flavor of it and not the flavor of the the bowl or previous tobaccos that you've smoked before. That's the beauty of Meerschaum is that we get, in essence, the a, a very pure taste of the tobacco itself, as long as you keep the pipe right. very clean. And so this is a, a different aesthetic. It's something that you could take out on the town and you impress your friends with the look of the pipe. <laughs> but also it's going to smoke cool, dry, and give you that you know super essence of your uh, of the pipe tobacco. And so the the tobacco lover in you. Uh, is going to love this pipe, and and I think there's certainly a need for for one in every collection. So I'm trying to see if with the, if their Umpal from SMS if that kind of fits into that. The nice thing about SMS, they have pipes at a bunch of different levels, and so you can get an Umpal right. from them like at one hundred and thirty dollars. You can get one at one hundred and seventy dollars. You can get one at two hundred dollars. They have kind of a whole bevy of them. Very um, nice. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm kind of mentally picturing of the pipes that you you're yeah. recommending, like what I might have on. My yeah. Sure. Here, sure. You know? And so yeah. with the Meerschaum, you know, we're getting one of their a little nicer piece. I mean, they they make you know pipes that are huge that are several hundred dollars, but we're we're selecting a right. two hundred dollar piece from them that'll get us a large size bowl that's either carved or into some kind of face or shape or just a smooth you know normal. They make a lot of people just assume Meerschaums have crazy faces and all this stuff or. You know, Eagle Claws, <laughs> right. which I love and have one of those. But, you know, some of my favorite Meerschaums are just the plain, simple ones that look like a Bulldog or look like a Billiard or look like a Dublin or whatever. So even like those. a Billiard with like an Easter egg design, you know, it's kind, yeah. of, kind of fun. With the, ha- the hatchwork, the, yeah. the lat- lattice uh, finish, I think yeah. is what they call it. And so a lot of good, a uh, lot of good options there. So you can have more fun with that uh, from the look of it. Okay. So finally, uh, so we've we've spent um, you know a little over four hundred dollars, and our budget is a thousand dollars. And so, what are we gonna do with uh, the rest of our budget? We're gonna buy one really nice pipe. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. Th- th- this is important. Yes. To me, because as a pipe smoker, p- pipe. Most pipe smokers like fine things. Yes. We don't, you know, what's one of our new catchphrases? Matter matters. Matter matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, we, we believe in what Because we, of how that matter is applied and the meaning that's ascribed. Well, it's like, it I, I think pipe smokers, some pipe smokers just want quantity. They just want a bunch of pipes. They don't care, you know, the fit and finish, but, you know, they're not being as thoughtful maybe about like, you know, they just collect pipe. They just want all the pipes. But if we have a thousand dollars, all the pipes. All the, I want all the I want pipes. All the all pipes. The pipes. <laughs> yeah. But if we have a thousand dollars and we're trying to build a versatile, complete collection that's right. going to be useful and scratch our itch for everyday pieces, workhorse pieces, knock around pieces, we're going to want that one piece that stands out because we're pipe smokers. And we, you know, when you smoke a pipe, you're making a statement. And you want that nice piece that says, okay, well, I've, I've spent a little money on this pipe. This is an heirloom piece, and it's something that is, is a cut above. The briar's been aged longer. The you know mechanics of it are, are very precise. It's been all the, all the things that come with buying a premium pipe and the experience that you right. get with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so we've got almost, we've got about $570 left. And that's a, that's a good amount to get us a very generously sized Costello Sea Rock ah, Briar. Okay, okay. I'm going, I'm going with Costello and, and, and the Sea Rock for, for a reason here. The Sea Rock finish is very striking. It's craggy and gnarly, uh, is very Italian, so it's going to look a little different. 
from your uh, Danish inspired Stanwell, from your Meerschaum. This is going to be this is a this is a little bit of a flamboyant pipe, you know. It's a me. It's a, a Costello. It's a Costello, man. It's, it's a, a Costello. Bopity <laughs> Costello. Our apologies to our Italian listeners. It, yes, yeah. extremely Italian. It's very Italian. Yeah. I love Costellos because they just they just exude class. You know, it, th- this is the kind of pipe you'll find on the streets of Miami, right? <laughs> mm. And 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 they really are excellent. Now they come in a variety of sizes and 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 grades, just like any other pipe. And so you can buy some Costellos for you know the the smaller varieties that you know maybe you're not quite as large. You know, you can get some of those for you know around three or four hundred dollars. I've I've budgeted us a decent amount for this pipe, closer to six hundred here, five seventy, and that's going to get you into a really nicely sized, higher grade Costello Sea Rock Briar. And so th- this is not a pipe you're probably going to put in your car. It's probably not a pipe you're going to truck around with in your toolbox or you know while you're working and certainly while you're working in the yard. This is going to be that special pipe that you sit on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, maybe enjoy a, a glass of wine or you know your favorite coffee while reading a book. This is a pipe if you have a special event to go out to, you're going to mm. tape with you and, and really be proud to show off. Costellos are great, I, even though they're they're fancy. You know they have that panache to them. They're also just very versatile, though. You, you're, you're, we're not talking about a pipe with a crazy green stem or a you know, any kind of like weirdness that's going to, you know, knock you, be a show-stopping type of pipe. You could certainly buy one of those, uh, you know, for this this type of range. But this is a pipe that's just, it exudes elegance and class. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's something that I think will kind of scratch that itch of all pipe smokers to just, you know, have something that's a little, a little cut above. Generally, Costello's too, particularly at this price point, the above $500 Sea Rock price point, you're going to have a more generously sized chamber. So this is going to be a larger pipe and then also the grade will be a little higher. So you'll have a you'll have a very impressive craggy rustication on this pipe. The shapes on those are really interesting too just with their it's almost like a kind of like a top heaviness to them so to speak. I, like, yeah. which is really it's unique and I think it does kind of like you say kind of add to that sense of I don't know like like an, like an old grandfather pipe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like like the, yeah. like if a pipe could exude like age and wisdom, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like you get that from some of these. It, it's a it's a beauty. Yeah. I really love that you structured this collection this way. I, I put a lot of thought into this. No, yeah. I had no clue you were going to cuz I feel like the the maybe the the temptation would be to go for five different pipes. They're all kind of in that mid-range kind of yeah. like you spend a little bit more money here, you spend a little bit more money there as opposed to really kind of making sure that you have like this plethora of options but one really solid pipe. And then they're all solid pipes, but one like really go big or go home. It's a, it, it's an heirloom piece. I, yeah. you know, and I, I do think that it's just one of those, one of those things as pipe smokers, uh, as much as we love our, you know, some of, some of our favorite pipes as pipe smokers wind up being $50 basket pipes that we picked up off the <laughs> yes. used rack or whatever. You know, I mean, one of my, one of my best smokers is a, you know, really, really beat up Kamoy that I think I ran over with the lawnmower, you know, and it just, <laughs> and it's from the early eighties and it just right. it smokes great. And it just tastes like Orlick golden sliced and you know, all that. But, but, you know, as pipe smokers, I think there is part of us that just, you know, that wants that piece that says, okay, I've, I've kind of, I'm, I'm a real pipe smoker now. Like right. I've kind of arrived. And so yeah. I've got my Meerschaum for my tasting pipe. I've got a beautiful everyday pipe that's versatile. I can, you know, take it to work. I can, you know, smoke it on the back porch, smoke it in my car. 
I've got a knock around pipe that uh, is great for uh, the garage, the fishing trip, that kind of thing. I've got a pocket pipe for those times when I don't have a lot of time and I'm kind of, you know, in a pinch, but a smoke would be very meaningful for me. Uh, and then I've got that showpiece that kind of the kind of the pride of the collection. So, yeah, yeah, we try to touch all the bases. Well structured, man. I like it. You know, I think about my pipe collection. I've got like over the years that's just kind of, you know, amassed and how those it's such a range. Like I've got some of the, just like you say, some of like the, the cheapest old beat up pipes, but then there's like these extremely beautiful works of art. Yeah. And then like, you know, this pipe that's actually sitting in front of me right now, you know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't, it's not necessarily relevant to the topic, but I kind of want to address this since we're about you, to. You should. It's a, it's a gorgeous piece. Yeah. So this is actually, this was a gift from Mark VV for a couple of years ago, or maybe about a year or so ago for Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. It has become my go-to pipe. Like as, as it should. And the I thing mean, is though, yeah. Cause it's funny. Cause like, like you said, like this actually, you know, this, I, it was like a special occasions type pipe. I would bust it out, but because of like the shape and size, can you describe this in a much more official capacity than I well, can? Well, it's, so it's a, it, this is a R door. We're, we're looking at a R door, which if you know anything about R doors, this is a, this is a very nice pipe, but Mark, Mark, Mark had good things to think about you the day he sent you this pipe. Definitely, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a rusticated finish. I, I can't remember the line of pipe. I think it might be called the Urano. I, I can't remember, but it's got this. It, it's a it's a it's a fine rustication that almost looks like sandpaper mm. or like a peccary finish. It's yeah. just a real kind of a little speckled speckled rustication. Uh, and so it's, it, you know, it's not a deep, deep sandblast. It's not a gnarly, you know, rustication. It's just a very fine, uh, refined rustication that uh, is incredibly attractive. And and I think the thing that sets that pipe apart particularly is that emerald green stem. Yeah, man. Uh, it is just, it's just beautiful. And, and, and going with the sterling silver, you know, military mount, it's just, it, it's a gorgeous piece. It looks like it's got a little leprechaun hat on it, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> like does. The way that yeah. the stem is, uh, <laughs> it kind of goes into the pipe. But anyway. Uh, since we're talking about kind of like nicer pipes, uh, you know, and I've got one sitting right here, I thought I'd give a shout out to Mark VV who yeah. uh, hooked me up with this one, and I will be enjoying this later today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's one of the great things about this uh, this surprise series to some extent, and I know exactly now what I'm going to call this episode because it's gonna I'm gonna use the exact same terminology from before getting started with a thousand dollars, but then I'm going to put a dot, dot, dot. Wait, what? And with like a, <laughs> like, a like exclamation and question mark, getting your, uh, getting your pipe collection started Miami style. There it is right there. And I think we got you set up and, uh, <laughs> Hey, if you so happen, let's just say, I'm going to put this out there. If you're a listener who happened to have, like when John David was going down all of these, if you've got one of all five of these in your collection, congratulations, you're a winner. Send in a picture to us and we will be retweeting that out <laughs> to give you a shout out for your collection as well. Now, speaking of which, man, it's always great to engage with our, our uh, listeners on social media. And that's exactly what the good friends at Missouri Mearsham are wanting to do right now with Cobb Tuesday. Cobb Tuesdays every week for the next several weeks. They invite you to their Facebook page, the Missouri Mearsham Facebook page. They're going to post a trivia question that they would love for you to participate in. And they're going to pick winners for these questions uh, the following day, and these winners will get credit at the Missouri Mearsham store. And so check that out. Go to Missouri Mearsham's Facebook page. It's easy to find if you're a member of Facebook. Also, be sure to follow them on all social media, social media mediums. <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever interact with them, be sure to tell them that we sent you there. Now, we love the folks at Missouri Mearsham, and we appreciate them for sponsoring this show. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only, not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Quick fire with the squire. Quick fire question, Joe. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from the Jedi Master of the Country Squire Radio (laughs) World, Pastor Joda. He says, uh, "So, my brothers, I present to you Will It Pipe Tobacco? What? Will It Pipe Tobacco? So here's the concept as he explains it. He says, he says the concept is simple." I present a list of flavor profiles and you debate whether or not it would fly as a tobacco blend. It's not necessary. You dump proposed flavors on the tobacco, though it may be the casing. But if there is a way to deliver the flavor with some of the other tobacco alchemy, then that is acceptable as well. Wow. You may find this idea quite lame. Not at all. And place it directly in the trash folder. Nope. Uh, If so, no problemo. The question, of course, is, Will it pipe tobacco? And no, I think this is a great concept. Will it pipe tobacco? Will it pipe so tobacco? Is, is this a is this a flavor that could translate into pipe tobacco? Yeah, there's some. There's a lot of this stuff that I think is like an, an easy yes, and there's some stuff in here that I think is going to be interesting to get your th- your takes on. Okay, you ready to right. go? Yeah, yeah, Inter- interesting. All right, here we go. Maple and applewood smoked bacon. Yeah. That'll pipe tobacco. Yeah, that'll pipe tobacco. You think about like like meat in general is a good like flavor profile in pipe tobacco. I've I think found. I think in general, for a lot of a lot of folks, of course, they when they think of like a barbecue or a meat, they go towards Latakia. But any anything that kind of has a savory mm-hmm. uh, buttery almost with, with mapley, oaky yeah. flavor, a lot of times that leans in into meats a little bit. Yeah, yeah. That that'll that'll pipe tobacco. That'll pipe tobacco. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Fireball candy. What is it? What is a fireball candy? Oh, you know, the little red, the red fireballs that. Those are red hots. No, the red hots are the little tiny ones. Right. Oh, I'm talking, so about, I'm talking about the fi- the balls. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, he's like talking a about the, looking yeah, the jawbreaker yeah, looking. Yeah, the jawbreaker looking. Yeah. And that, that'll pipe tobacco. What? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's just cinnamon. It's just cinnamon that's got some heat on it, you know? Okay. All right. No, that's a, that's fair. It's just cinnamon. I guess he's he's not asking, will it be good? He's just asking, will it pipe tobacco? Yeah, no, that's right. Okay. What is a cinnamon blend that you, like, what would... We used to have a couple of them at the Squire, actually. And, used to um, being the key word. No, used to. <laughs> yeah. No, that's right. That's right. Used to. Uh, I'm, I'm having... Uh, there was a... A bl- man, there's a great blend we had for years called Madagascar, and um, oh, I remember Madagascar. Yeah, it was such a good tobacco, and I I just cannot duplicate it right now. Yeah, I, I, and I've tried multiple times, and it's just it just ain't happening anytime soon. So. Okay, All right, fair enough. Yep. All right, so Fireball Candy, surprisingly, will pipe tobacco. <laughs> will pipe tobacco. Uh, Juniper Forward Gin. No, I. I don't think so. I think this is one of those, and and this is coming from a gin lover, but yeah, I don't, I don't think so. It, it's kind of like those, do I say this? It's kind of like the Panama Jack tobaccos that we had that like Ooh, tried, yeah. tried really hard to make like a pina colada. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and at the end of the day, it just kind of, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it just tasted, it didn't taste like a pina colada, you know? Like I just, I, I don't know. You know, if we ever do a, a, a Cancun series, we should stay at the Panama Jack resort. Mm-hmm. And, and drink some puncher's chance and just just go like go do do nothing but uh like hamster cage tobacco. If I go to Cancun, I'm not going with you. I'm going <laughs> I'm going with my wife. <laughs> Me and my wife are going. I might well, don't take some, her to Panama Jack. I'm not yeah, I was about to say I'm not going to Panama but man, that, you can forget that. <laughs> oh man. All right, no, I hear you, man. I mean like that this we're this gonna go down the there one. with two kids and we're gonna come back with three kids. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that I was I was actually kind of curious about because I know that you're a gen lover. Yeah. But to me, the concept of like a gin tobacco does not seem good. Yeah. I, I'm against it. Yeah. All right. All right. So it will not pipe tobacco. Mm-mm. Muscadine. Okay. I, I'd be interested to know if folks from other parts of the country know what a muscadine is. I so, think so. Is that a, is that a, it, we export that. Well, it, have we? It's I feel a, like a, a muscadine is like a country grape. This is a wild kind of grape that when you bite into it, it has a almost a, um, it's got a wine flavor. It's got yeah. like a port wine flavor when you bite into a muscadine. It's very juicy and 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 rich and um But at the same time, oily. everything doesn't taste or seem the way that you would expect a grape to taste. And even like No, it's just it's a different animal. Muscadine yeah. wine is like a completely different, like, Incredibly like series sweet. of wine. Oh, very yeah. sweet. Very, very sweet. And, but like I I would say and muscadine jelly is fantastic, you know, yep. like especially like you know, I love muscadines. Oh, yeah. I, I really, really love No, it. I just I put that out there just because like yeah. while we I think we export like muscadine like jam in particular right like, especially in kind of more of like a high-end market mm-hmm. i don't know that people like when they hear grape what they think of if they're not familiar with muscadines it's, it's just not a, what it, it is i guess it, it the the closest thing aesthetically you can figure out that you could compare the looks of it to would be probably a grape yeah but the it, the experience of eating one is is just different different i love a muscadine I, lo- I really 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 love muscadine. but will it pipe tobacco it will i, I yeah. think i think i think muscadine will uh will pipe tobacco okay now i'm gonna throw this one right back at you john david cole of the country squire in jackson mississippi why haven't you made a muscadine pipe tobacco i don't know i mean is it because it's too close to a to a raisin? I don't know. No, it's no, not. it's that um, is not accurate. It's not. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that that would be a challenge. Uh, muscadine is, um, you know, uh, we talked in a recent episode about my love for Mississippi State, it, just because we brought up football, and that was kind of a funny quick fire question. But at Mississippi State, it's a land grant college, which means there's a big agriculture program, there's a big dairy sciences program, and 
you know, it's a, they'd have the modern, you know, most modern research into farming techniques and how to care for animals and all this stuff. But part of what they do in their dairy science program is make ice cream at, at, at college. You know, if you went into the, the bakery there on campus, you could always have freshly made Mississippi State ice cream. What? And it is just something we got used to being at a, at a land grant school. You know, wow. all, all land grant. If you go to a land grant school, you just get this perk, right? It's just like you're going to have fresh cheese. You're going to have fresh ice cream. It's you're not going to have an education, but yeah, absolutely. right, right, <laughs> right. Won't be able to read, but like, man, you you know, you're 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 tasting cheese and and milk and ice cream. It's all going to be really no, good. Mississippi so, State for the longest time gave all their alums those giant balls of those cheddar. Gi- eat them cheese balls. Yeah, yeah it's a, a, a Dutch style. Do they, they don't still do that do they yeah oh yeah Yeah, it's it's not an alum you have to buy it it's they have a it's not like a gift yeah i mean they have a they have a cheese shop on campus where you go and it's just it's a cheese shop and they make all this exquisite cheese in their dairy sciences program my my paternal grandfather was uh, you know mississippi state grad yeah i remember going over to their house when i was kids they always had a big ball always had to eat with that like red wax all around yeah yeah it's really cool yeah the reason i bring that up is that my favorite uh, ice cream that they make at Mississippi State. They still make it. Uh, it's called Muscadine Ripple. Ooh. And it's a it's a it's a muscadine with a nice vanilla. And, oh. and it's just it's very, very good. I would always at almost ten times out of ten, uh, you know, I would get that if I had to pick. So uh, Muscadine Ripple ice cream. I, I miss that from Mississippi State. The so. gauntlet has been thrown down. Oh, that's good. We uh, Muscadine Ripple muscadine. Uh, tobacco. Yeah. That sounds awesome. All right. Basil. No. No, I'm afraid not. No. Uh, peanut butter and jelly. Mm. Here's the thing about this one. And I mean, again, you're the expert here. I don't like most things that are not peanut butter and jelly trying to be peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. And yet I realize that a lot of people do like that. And so I wonder if this one actually would. Yeah, I, I think you could do it. I don't think you could do it well. Okay. Uh, when you say do it well, you mean like the flavor profile wouldn't match appropriately or nobody would like it? I just think no one would like it. Yeah. I think there's almost no substitute for real peanut butter and jelly. I think you could make a blend and honestly call it peanut butter and jelly. And I think people would smoke it and they'd be like, eh, I kind of get that. But I don't. I, I still don't think it would be. Nobody would be pulling for it as like their main go-to in any kind of capacity. So peanut butter and jelly, will it pipe tobacco? Eh, I guess. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Hard maybe. All right. This is such a great concept, Joda. Uh, thank you so much for this. I, I want to ask you, John David. I'm going to kind of throw like a little bit of an extra one in here. If you could choose a flavor to pipe tobacco that has never been pipe tobaccoed before, what would that be? What's the holy grail for John David? Dang, I don't know. Um, I don't, I have to give that more thought, to okay. be honest, Bo, because I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll toss it to the listeners. What out there do you wish existed? If there was, was like- a pipe tobacco flavor out there that doesn't exist, like, and, and you wish it could. Yeah. So I no pumpkin spice. No, 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 that that one's out. And yep. it's been done. It's, it's been, been done. done. It's been done, you know, well if you're into that. And so it's it's good. I one of my good friends, John Benelli, who lives in Jackson, he's more of a cigar smoker. He occasionally smokes a pipe, but he's like, dude, you gotta come out with a fried chicken blend, man. Like I'm telling you, <laughs> we live in the deep south. People <laughs> love fried chicken. You know, there's a lot of really good fried chicken in Jackson, Mississippi. You need to come oh. out with a fried chicken pipe tobacco. 
And I'm just like, John, I love you, but you're an idiot. <laughs> if I might offer up a suggestion to John, what he might want to try to do is have second breakfast with it. Because chicken and waffles is can, like now, that's fantastic. True. That's so true. It's, that, it, that maple uh, flavor in the in second breakfast is uh, is pretty solid. I think that you have a you have a fried chicken meal. I bet second breakfast would hit beautifully after mm. that. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Getting hungry. All right. Well, great, uh, great concept there, Pastor Joda. And hey, if you've got some quick fire questions for us, send them into the show. That's show at countrysquireradio.com. Your thoughts, your comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man, this was coming in from David. Listener feedback this week from David. He says, greetings and salutations, JD and Bo. I'm relatively new to listening to uh, having discovered your podcast barely a month ago while searching the good uh, the Google for information on corncob pipe customization. I've been devouring your podcast ex- uh, episodes exclusively during my workday. It wasn't until listening to an episode just uh, from just prior to New Year's Eve that you mentioned the new year being 2017. Then I realized <laughs> that I was listening to a five-year-old episode. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> We've been doing this a while. Yeah, face palm. He says, uh, I now listen to uh, the most current episodes that's been released and then go back and continue catching up. I love the way you two interact with the others while avoiding the current events in the news. It's also refreshing that your podcast is not scrubbed of any reference to religion or being religious. It's okay to love Jesus. I just listened to this episode discussing the history of pipe cleaners. The nerd in me enjoyed it much more than I should have. I'll check out the how it's made. You mentioned being on YouTube this evening. I look forward. <laughs> I, I just, I'm like, wait a minute, how it's made. I'm sure we did. I'm sure we did. But did we do it five years ago? That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> good, good question. I look forward to being able to support the show financially, but until I'll continue to enjoy it, like those free pipe cleaners in your shop. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is from listener David. Uh yeah, are th- are the pipe cleaners still free? At the That's awesome. Oh, they are they are free if you're sitting there, but we uh, we insist on shaming you if you take one. So just just like the tamps. Yeah, just like the tamps. Just like, like if the you, tamps. I mean, if you if you ask for a pipe cleaner and you have not brought your own pipe cleaners or bought your own pipe, I will give you one, but I'm gonna hand it to you in a tray. <laughs> That says on the side of it, we sell these. Right. <laughs> right, right. Like, right. I will not hand you a pipe cleaner. I will pass you the tray that says, we sell these. And, oh, and then man. you can take one from that tray. Yeah, well done. Well, done. <laughs> well, well, well played there. Okay. No, we're so grateful, uh, man, that you uh, that you wrote in. and glad you found us. Yeah. Yeah. It is. I mean, always, it's interesting how the way in which podcast episodes, I, I've referenced this before, but the technology behind how podcasts are distributed it changed so much over the course of this series uh, or rather the course of the, course of the show. The show. And yeah, it's uh, amazing. one of the things that, you know, as, as episodes themselves become more discoverable as opposed to like a general feed or the podcast as a whole, yeah, it means that you get these situations where depending on how they're listening, someone could come in on an episode from like, you know, six, seven years ago and not realize that we're all the way here in the future. Or I say that right now, people are listening to this in the past. Yeah. Time travel. Anyway, but it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's wild to think about how people kind of engage with the show and kind of at what point they come in. But I uh, really appreciate that revelation of uh, talking about New Year's and realizing it was 2017. It's like pre-apocalyptic New Year's. Gosh, where were we in 2017? That's yeah. amazing. It's before I was married. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> Pretty wild. Yep. Well, hey, thanks for that feedback. And if you got some listener feedback for us, you can send it into the show. That is show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, you can also follow the show as well. If you uh, head over to at Squire Radio on Twitter, you can follow the shop at underscore Country Squire. John David is at John David Cole, or you can get all that information and more at countrysquireradio.com. Well then. Bye.
had fun. I think we have definitely broken the bank. Well, we we built. If you you've saved up, yeah. And you wanna you wanna complete pipe collection. You wanna do it right, and we've done it right. We've given ourselves some uh, variety in pieces, and uh, you know, for every situation, and and we've treated ourselves to a couple of nice nice pieces, and uh, yeah, I think I think it's something you'll be proud of, and you'll find very useful. All right. No, I think it's good. I think it's, I think I'm really curious uh, to get feedback from this episode. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, hey, let's go have a day. See you, brother. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.